Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today's episode is I hate the fucking podcast industry. I I love the people inside podcasting, but this one thing like really, really bothers me. You want to become a podcaster, hobbyist or not. Here is the tried and true method. You get out here, you uh, figure out a way to build up a presence for your show before it comes out. That's the first step you do. Um, you figure out a following for it. You actually make your content. You make your content. You get it out there. You spread it across the different social medias or you spread it out however you see fit and however you decide to launch it. So you launch your show. From there on, you go however many episodes in. You make changes. You critique it. You do this and that. Then you come to a point where you decide your show's either going to be a hobbyist show or you're going to try to monetize your show or you see that there's a value in your show and you think that you should receive money for that. So you decide these things somewhere or you just do your show and you just do it and let things fall in place. However you see fit to do it, that's fine. But one thing that I had to learn along the way, and this is me and how I started out. I started out this way. I absorbed a lot of different podcast guru people doing certain things and I seen how they may have worked for them and then I thought about how they would work for me. Not every single thing that I saw did I buy into though. And what I've come to realize, and this is something that I will tell any person and I will want you to sit on this notion, is this. Not every service provider cares how what point do you buy in is it a long-term or is it a short-term deal but people want to put you in their ecosystem so that they can make money off of you and if you align in ecosystems inside podcasting and you have an idea that goes against the grain like i'll be for instance with what we do the listener migration listener migration is something that i've been working on because Every person I've talked to that gives you insights and gives you ideas on how to do this stuff, they don't talk about the idea of how the listener actually comes to your podcast. They just think that that's some kind of magical science that happens. And no, it's not a magical science that happens. It comes from your hard work of advertising and marketing or even just how you put your show on a certain certain platform for people to listen to it. So, So here we go. Here we go. I did not follow... The methods of any guru to get my show to be successful like it was. I looked at, like I said before, I I saw small things and I put them all together. I went to Google University. That's how I have my show as one of the top shows that in 1.5 percentile or whatever. I went to Google University. In between that time, there have been enhancements that have been made. There's been ways to find guests easier. There have been people along the way that have done that, and I will wholeheartedly hold that up to this day. I will say that the great talent agents that went from Podit to um, Podmatch from Alex Sanfilippo, and that's not name-dropping him. That's showing like he, he has made an ease of access inside of podcasting, so never take anything away from him. The stuff that he's done, he's help with podcast framework that's something that i try to help with podcast framework as a whole when we're actually looking at how the listeners come and how you can figure out the listeners in an easier method with what we did with snap what we have done with snapchat snapchat is very simple 
I pass it to someone else. I pass my podcast to another podcaster. They leave it in their location of, let's say, Toledo, Ohio. We'll go with Toledo because that's the one that I run with. They, them leaving my show there, it stays there for 12 to 18 months or longer. And people pick up that show. It leaves statistical data that I can grab or they can grab for me. And it'll let me know that, hey, I've gotten the listeners from this certain area because I had someone just geotag my show in a location. It is free organic growth. It is true podcast collaboration. And for some reason, I don't know why in this podcast industry, just because I've, I sparked this uh, conversation of listener migration, I get shunned every corner I go to with this. They're like, whoa, 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 the uh, uh, stuff like that. And then when I try to speak about podcast discoverability, they want everybody wants to throw in all this SEO, blah, blah, blah. All that is fine and all that stuff, getting our search up. But I'm talking about actual pure podcast discovery. I talk about be, be using sharing your your Spotify across the 15 different things that you're allowed to share it across. Um, about using the Xbox because uh, that is a prime destination if you're if you're into that realm. If you're into any video gaming realm, at least PlayStation or Xbox, you can use both of those and promote your podcast from there. And you got people that are already listening because you already have baked in people that follow you because you play games. Um, So that's an avenue there. Um, Even more in depth with using Pinterest and using everything else besides the norm and norm. And I'm using the word norm, N-O-R-M, the norm uh, just, just using that, like I thought of outside the box ways, you know, and like I said, pushing the QR codes of people, podcast collaboration is more than just doing a show and more than just doing promo swaps. If you become friends with these podcasters, it gets so much deeper than that. And it's so much more pleasurable to, to show someone else a show or do something with someone else's show when you do stuff like this. So, so the reason why I said I hate the podcast industry is because I realized that the success that I've had inside of podcasting, because I've had it inside of podcasting and I don't sell a course and I'm not part of someone's um, ecosystem, like you can't line me up with this one person and say, hey, this person gave me this success. No, I use people's software and different things like that. So that's another thing here. Here's a a quick studio session for you. I'll give you the three person, um, advertisement builder. So first here's a free one for you. You're a podcaster. You record your show, get a transcript from your show. Use Descript. You can use the free version of it or buy it. I I would assume buy it. Or if you don't want to use that, find you, you know, find you a service. I use Podcastle. Podcastle edits my show and gives me a transcript. It may, may not be always on point because the transcript, you do have to read it. So getting that transcript, that gives me information that you can take that information. And this is the free side I'm telling you. So I, I'm paying for Podcastle. So that's $15. And my transcripts are getting taken care of in that also. So that's somewhere I'm, I'm spending money because you're going to have to spend money somewhere inside podcasting to evolve it. Doing everything for free is it's going to get you free nothing so so here's the thing said podcastle so for people that are, that are on a budget use that for instance that you can edit your audio whatever and it doesn't has artificial intelligence there drops off the um the uh i'm sorry drops off the transcript take the transcript from there 
if you don't have money to use another service to enhance that, take it over to cap. I mean, take it over to, uh, not, I'm sorry, not capture, take it over to chat GPT, learn how to do command prompts to build your show up. Say, Hey, I want a certain style of show notes in these prompts. And if you set that module or set that one area to do that, and you continuously use that same little prompt that you're making, well, guess what? You streamline your service for free. And then you can say, hey, give me some SEO rich, um, whatever. You can get summaries. You can get everything that you need written for your show right then and there. And the only position in that you have to do on that on the free end is you, you um, will have to uh, figure out how to market and advertise that. And that's real simple. Just trial and error, trial and error until you fix it. So that's my free advice right there. Now, here goes the, the advice that someone will want you to pay for. Um, and then this is not great paid advice, but this is just advice. Same thing. You're going to have to edit your audio somewhere. So since you got to edit your audio somewhere, you can use another, you know, there's other cheaper services you can use. That's going to be like uh, Podflow, for instance. Podflow will edit your audio and will give you a transcript and give you everything you need in one bundle at a fairly cheap price. So there, so that's the medium here. So for people that are making a profit off their podcast are looking to make a profit off of services. Definitely the services like cap show cap show is a great service to use, uh, for getting everything you need for your show in one stop instead of having to do all the extra stuff like with the first set of free information or the semi-paid information I gave you ahead of time. So there's three ways right there I just showed you that you can do your advertisement for your show. So bam, that's not feeding into anybody's ecosystem that's saying there's three different ways to do it. There's three different ways that I attack it at certain points. Um, And I, I don't know, like, I guess... Like this was my second, and I'm going to be honest, this was my second time getting rejected for this listener migration. And I don't know why I actually took it to heart. Um, maybe, maybe I'm getting a little too sensitive in podcasts and maybe I might need to take a break or something. But my, my, my take is, is that it seems like since I don't sit here and try to buy into everybody's system of this is how this should be done. Let's do it this way. Da, 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 da. Um, I, I'm getting shitted on in the industry. When it comes to that, and, I, and I'm saying this wholeheartedly, and I'm saying this very candid and openly because I, 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 I'm i expressing this because this is how I feel. So since I don't fit into that, that certain A, B, C, D, E, F, G model, you know, it is what it is. Um, so that's why I say I hate the fucking podcast industry. Um, what I really hate about this is that everybody feels that there's a need for you to buy. Like, like I just don't get the idea that I need to buy into everybody's single system and things. It's cool to have certain things for your podcast framework and systems and processes, but aligning with things that, that don't, um, bring value to what I believe in and different stuff like that. I, I can't do anything like that. And, and certain people, I just, it is what it is. And I might be fuming a little mad, but overall, I'm just, just saying it like that. Cause I'm a little angry and, and I'm, and I'm just a little shot down. So what I'm going to do people and I'm going to keep doing this and I'm going to push this even harder this year is I'm going to push listener migration. I'm going to push the idea of, of, Hey, if you're a social media guru or you're a person that's talking inside podcasting, actually tell me how the audience left whatever medium they left, which would be whatever social media or what made them decide to make that jump in and interact with you? Like what does that? So I can tell you full heartedly, and this is an open disclosure here. What made people jump to me is the content that I was creating at that moment, moved people to listen to my show. 
the way that I presented the show, be it QR code through someone else or by word of mouth. That's how I did it. It was no paid ad. It was no type of promotion that came from uh Anybody else, there was no co-sign from this person or that person. It was solely me figuring out, do you put the ad out at 9 a.m. or do you put out 14 million ads of the same thing over and over and see how it rolls? Because if you look at trial and error and if you look at how I was podcasting before I started podcasting the way I'm podcasting today, it was real simple like this. I used to get out there and I used to push those ads continuously like listen to my show, listen to my show, listen to my show. And it got me some traction for a little bit and then eventually it just died off. Because I was focusing on one area, which was Instagram, and I was trying to get that whole carousel of things to to stick there and resonate with an audience that is there for a different form. They like the idea of the podcast, like like everyone's been talking about TikTok in different places. These are places for people to resonate with me. Those are places where people can uh, see different sides of me. But no, that is not the real nitty gritty Jr. Um, whatever, whatever. Those are just. Uh, examples that will intrigue you and make you want to be a part of the podcast. There are ways to draw people in. They're about like fishing lures. So I always get what everyone says about that. And, and I respect what everyone says when they're talking about how they handle the different social medias. And like I said, social media for everyone else is, is different. It's like when you put your foot in the water, the water might be cold. Water might not be too cold for you. So it's all about a, a per- perception and, um, the certain level of depth you put into what you do now furthering this along and then trying to tie this up and finish it up is like this. The reason I, I hate the podcast industry is this. It, it, it's, it's not the, the part that we show as a whole It's when it's these little tiny microtransactions and this, this and that going on and not being part of certain parts of the, of the, the podcast and society. Um, and when you find out that it is like that, you find out there are gatekeepers and there's people that don't like things that go against the norm. It kind of pisses you off. And once, once you know these things, you know, you, you do your thing and I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do my thing. I'll do my part and I'll continuously keep doing what I'm doing and we'll go from there. Um, so other than that, like always, I'm JR host of West Virginia commonplace co-host on, um, spares under review. We love you guys and how you all uh, stay entertained with what we do. And we want to continue bringing this product to you all. So please send us an email at uh, WV uncommonplace at gmail.com and we'll stay in touch or however you feel flare up somewhere on social media and be in touch.